With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it's uh, welcome back to Round the Boards, the Speedway podcast, or should I say, as seen on the British Speedway Network, Round the Board Speedway podcast. Welcome, Kane and Rob. How are we? Well, we have a TV celebrity in the, as a as a co-host. I'm I'm quite starstruck this evening. Well, I, I mean, I saw um, actually there was a there was a, a a tweet that I put out for Adam Roynan, and I noticed that someone had put, "Can I get your autograph?" I thought it was for me, but, <laughs> but it was it was just Adam's partner. So. Oh no, never mind. I'm sure she can get. I'm sure she get an autograph at some point. I, I think I'm just going to have to get used to this fame fortune. I've told Katie that I won't change. This won't go to my head, but you never know what might happen in the future. Well, I'm, what I would do, I definitely wouldn't get rid of the beard, mate. Otherwise, people may not recognise you anymore. I would. I would bin off the hat as well, to be honest. I was. I was. Well, yeah, that was just my hair was a mess yesterday, and I was using my other woolly hat to uh, draw the names out of. So just just yesterday, is it? Just yesterday. <laughs> just yesterday. I was. I was well covered up. I was surprised you could see any of my face. It's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people would say that's probably all right. Anyway, mm. this week um, we're going to be looking back over some of the, the the meetings that have been completed this week after an early early start of the rain. Um, we'll be looking ahead to our riders, rider of the week, our riders of the meeting next week, which, in honour of you, Rob, will be the Oxford versus Swindon select. Um, our fantasy league teams that we've put in for the Championship National Development League, uh, Rob will be taken on and at what this point is a mystery guest in the quiz. Um, and then we'll be uh, looking at some other news stories. Um, but I think we will begin with the um, Ben Fund at... Um, Kings Lynn last yesterday evening, um, where we where our competition took place. And boys, I don't know about you, but I was getting a little bit nervous on Friday night when I still had thirty seven tickets to sell. Oh, I yeah, we did we did quite well there, didn't we? Could not believe it. 
I was surprised. I was expecting fully that, you know, I, I, well, I wasn't sure how we were going to get over that problem, but yeah, we did well. We, we got them sold. Yeah, we got all the way to the end and I'd, I'd had a bottle of wine and a, and a few other drinks. So I thought, who owes me money? Ty Proctor, who 50 quid he owes me. So, so, I, so I, I badgered him for the last three tickets and Ty kindly donated for the last three tickets. So I went to Kingsley. Competition was ready on Saturday evening. Um the meeting itself, um, I know, Kane, you watched it, um, and I've seen a lot of comments on it, and actually, um, probably one of the better King meetings at King's Lynn that I've seen for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the race was really good. The only downside, I suppose, was the uh, the track was it was quite gate four dominant, but, you know, that's speedway sometimes, and yeah, the little race was really good. Um it was for a good cause, and we did finally find Paul Ackroyd, which was the the biggest win of the year. Because I think I'll, I'll be honest, the entire meeting trying to find him. It was the most stressful speedway meeting I've been to in my life, and I, I, I barely enjoyed it trying to find one man. <laughs> I sw- at every like three heats, I was going down to the pits and like asking people where Paul Ackroyd. I've not seen him. I've not seen him. Well, he's definitely here because I've heard him. <laughs> but eventually, yeah, we found him, and and thanks to everybody at. British Speedway Network as well. Ben um, allowed us to go on on the show and um, everyone that was involved in the production. Um, it was fantastic to get us on the show. We drew our winner out. I presented Paul with the cheque. So £150 went to the Speedway Riders Benevolent Fund. And in the end, £75 went to uh, a friend of the show, Chris Abbs, who's been on this season. Um, I was I was fortunate enough to find him on my way back to my car before the meeting. Paul, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I saw Chris two or three times during the meeting. He came over for a chat, and um, it was uh, great to hand. He was he was naturally delighted with the seventy five pound. I thought he was going to donate it back, but no, didn't happen. Maybe next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think I could I could badger any more people for money at the moment. To be honest, that was trying to sell all them tickets was hard enough. But um, a massive thank you to everybody who contributed um, towards the competition. Um, at the speed Paul Ackwood was was. Once I did find him, was a, an absolutely fantastic guy. Couldn't do enough for you, um, and and he does enough for that charity. And it's absolutely fantastic what they do. Just reading some of the bits in the program about how they've helped, not not just the riders themselves, but their families. Uh, I was reading an interesting bit about Dan Jilks when he was in hospital last year. How they were putting his family up in hotels and arranging, uh, paying for transport and everything to go and see him in hospital. So it's not just the riders that themselves are looked after; it's the families as well. Oh, I thought you were going to say something then. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) But the meeting itself, um, from my point of view, a good win for Danny King in the end. Um, He overcame Michael Palm Toft. uh, And then Tom Brennan just pipped, who was it? No, it wasn't Richie Wall. Yeah, it was Richie Warren in the final. Just on the line. Um, I actually thought Freddie Lindgren... um, was going to make the final going into his the last batch of races, but um, he finished second, so he just missed out on the final on countback. But well done to all the riders that took part in the meeting. It was a really good meeting. Um, but particularly well done to Danny King, which um, if we look at our predictions, didn't really do any of us a lot of good. Cause I'm, Kane, just, you're, you're... I'm just really happy Lindgren didn't win. I mean, yeah, Rob, Rob you had Lindgren. He come fifth in the end. Is that is that the only reason you're really happy that you didn't win? Well, there was an because... unforeseen circumstance with mine, wasn't there? That well, yeah, I mean, you were bold enough Edwards. to pick. 
You were bold Kramer's, enough to pick Christoph Kasper's out, weren't you? Kramer was bold with his Jason Edwards pick. <laughs> yeah. Does he get doctor point for finishing 16th? No. Yeah, put him on minus one. Why not? No. I would. Then I had uh, Michael Palm Toft, who actually had a really good meeting. Um, come back from injury, finished second in the final. Uh, I, I don't as soon as Danny, as soon as the tapes went up, I don't think anyone was going to beat Danny King in the final, which don't bode well for when Ipswich come down to Kings Lynn, but so so. So we're all still level, and then we move on to next week. But if we just mm-hmm. um, we'll go back over some of the other meetings that happened last week as well, and we'll go right back to the beginning. So unfortunately, we had. A few rain-offs in the end. Stuart Robson's testimonial was called off again, as we spoke about last week. Um, who else then fell? Peter Craven Memorial was postponed on Monday. And then the Ipswich-Peterborough meeting finished, or didn't start, should I say, because of the weather. But we did start on the Thursday evening with Sheffield uh, against Bellevue. Kane. Um, we did, And uh, a, a narrow victory for Sheffield in the end. Probably... I actually thought it might be a little bit bigger than it was in the end. Yeah, um, I would say Bellevue had a bit of an off night with, especially Bewley, but you know, I think he has said before, Sheffield isn't his favourite track in the world. But you know, you would have expected a little bit more from him. Um, obviously, you know, we know how good Sheffield are. Um, I think you had a stat that I think they only had one last place in 25 rides or something like that. Yeah, I think it was going into Heat 15, the, the top five had only had one last place. That was it, yeah. And, um, yeah, obviously we, we've tipped them to have a very good year. So, yeah, I, 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 if I'm being honest, I can't see them holding on for the aggregate bonus in the first, in the second leg, but, you know, it's a long season, you're not, you're not going to lose much by missing out on a point if you do. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously we'll get onto our, our bookies later, but Muzlek did very well. Um, Ride of the night. Jack Holder had a decent start to the meeting as well. Tailed off in the end of the breakdown in a third, but you know it was won by then, so it's okay. Um, Brady Kurtz was very good, and Charles Wright has looked very good this season so far. Um, Jake Mulford as well, really good. He's eight. Um, my uncle went down. Said Bellevue deserved the point if they got a point, but I don't think they do get a point. So. No, yeah, they don't, don't get. They, do, they, no, they don't no. anymore. Now it's just two two points for Sheffield, nothing for Bellevue. Yeah. Obviously, we've moved away from the uh, strange league mm. format to go back to the more traditional form. I think. But at least it was a close beating. I think the rain probably yep. Yep. worked in Bellevue's favour a little bit, keeping it close. But speedway, speedway. So. So yeah, your your man Rob Tobias Muzlak, uh top scored for Sheffield twelve plus one, carried on where he left off last season. Yeah, he's, well, as I said, I think I've said before, he's my favourite Polish rider to have ridden for Swindon. Um, and I've, you know, I think on, in terms of rolling average, he's not far off being the number one. And, and if, he, you know, if he continues that sort of form, he's going to be up there. And you know, Sheffield's team may look a little bit different. I think a little a little bit of maybe a good omen for Sheffield is that Adam Ellis and even Carl Howarth didn't really hit top form looking at the scores. So um, Ellis only getting five plus two. Um, so... I think once they're once they get once they're dialed in and and that five that top five is it, it does in my opinion does look better than most other teams you know even even with uh, Ips you know, probably borderline with Ips which obviously with Ips which having Doyle and Saifutinov so 
yeah, I think once that, that mid-order gets dialed in, and they did okay, yeah, five plus two and six is fine, is, is fine in terms of scoring. But I think if they get dialed in, it could have been, you know, it could have been more for Sheffield. I think it was one of those typical early season meetings. I, I would say there was a lot of indifferent performances. I, I mentioned at the time, if there was an award for the most unpredictable partnership, Howarth and Ellis would win it. Um, I believe that they've been actually been split up tomorrow for the trip to Bellevue. Um, I think Howarth has moved. Correct. I think Howarth has moved to two, and Belago's moving down. Who I thought also had a, a, a good debut at Sheffield. Um, but there's a lot of. I mean, Brady Kurtz, he top scored for Bellevue. He had a, you could argue, a very indifferent night with wins and last places. Dan obviously had a very a poor night by his standards. I would say Jamin Lidsey. Uh, only scoring four. Um, so you would expect a lot of these will progress as the season goes on. Tom Brennan is another one who I actually, I, I need to make an apology to Tom Brennan on, on the show tonight because uh, he, um, uh, during the Premiership predictions, I said that Kings Lynn would hump Bellevue when they come down because Tom Brennan can't ride Kings Lynn. Well, he proved to me well. badly that um, he can ride Kings Lynn because he finished third yesterday. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you might want to take back that uh, that prediction of when Bellevue come to Kingston. I think it could be the other way around. I think, mate. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was a good performance from Tom. Obviously, he'll he'll want to be looking to improve from his score at Bellevue or for Bellevue on Thursday night. And then after the the Sheffield Bellevue meeting, um, the following evening, uh, Redcar managed to get their meeting in against uh, the Newcastle Diamond Select, uh, which was led by the Warrells. Um, Kane, another close meeting, um, and again, probably closer than most people expected it to be. Um, I'm, I'm just talk to talk to Rob. I'm, I'm a bit occupied at the moment. I apologise. Okay, Rob, <laughs> we'll come to you. Yeah, why not? We'll come to me. That's fine. Um, yeah, in terms of the team, to be fair, the Newcastle. I think the Newcastle select team, what the, the team they put together, I think was quite handy. Um, you know, uh, Obviously, with, with Steve Warrell and Richie Warrell as your one and five, it, they're going to do quite well. And I, as, as we've heard before, Red Car is quite an even track. So, um, you know, in terms of Red Car's second strings, you have Connor Bailey and, and Daniel Hume only only getting sort of seven paid eight between them. So, obviously, they'll be looking to improve at that on, on those scores at home. Um, but yeah, obviously, with Newcastle having Alfie, Alfie Botel at, at reserve, it, you know, that's I think they had a strong a strong reserve partnership as well. So, yeah. It's nice to see close meetings at the start of the season. Nobody really, in the grand scheme of things, unless you're the fan of the uh, team that's smashing the other team, you know, everybody likes to see close meetings. So, yeah, another one, another close one to look at. Yeah, and it's uh, obviously the, the red car top three um, all produce strong performances. Um, they'll be looking for a bit more from the tail end there. But I think probably, as we suspected, it would be the tail that need to improve the most. Um, over the course of the season. But first meeting, I'm sure they will all improve. And as for Newcastle, Connor Mountain, Paul Stark, James Wright, Alfie Botel, all putting in solid performances. And I'm sure Max Clegg will want to find um, a club very soon. Um, Then we moved on to just a meeting, which wasn't actually in this country um, over the weekend, but was um, Peter Protosevich's farewell at Jelena Gora on Saturday evening which was won by um, the evergreen um, Yarrick Hampel, beating um, ML Shofutinov and Bartosz Marslik, Rob. Yeah, the lineup. I did see the. I, I, I did see a bit of the the lineup for that one. It was obviously quite strong. And a number of Zelena Gora riders, and it, it was good to see. Um, obviously, Smarzlik, uh, the you know, big names like Smarzlik and Shofutinov racing in it, and obviously Yarrick Hampel is still 
banging in points against the top riders, um, even in sort of the later stages of career. So, you know, it's good to see. Obviously, Protasevic is was, you know, he's probably a little bit before my time in terms of seeing him race regularly. But I did see him in the Grand Prix, and obviously, he's he's ridden for Zunogora for quite a while, I think, off the top of my head. So, it's good to see him get a a good send off with a really strong lineup. Yeah, uh, I remember Protasevic. It was nineteen ninety eight, I believe. He he signed for Kings Lynn for his one season, not our greatest season, but no season's our greatest season. But um, he he was an exciting rider to watch. And I think, did I read somewhere he's been riding for 25 years, I believe. So a great a great career for him. And he's he's gone out on a high last season, well, nearly on a high last season with Jelena Gora. But even still at his his age, he was still riding pretty well. And, and the field that he attracted for that meeting yesterday was... GPS, dare I say? Yeah, definitely. You know, you have a, a number of a number of top riders. You obviously have Dominic Cabrera, who's he's been banging on the door of the GPS and done well when he's come in. Jan Kvet was in it. Um, I believe he's at Zunonagora. Patrick Dudek was in it. Um, I want to say both Pavlikis. No, just the one. Sorry, no, just, um, I'm looking yeah. at Chapelski at the bottom there. Um, yeah, Magic Yanovsky obviously was racing in it. Rasmus Jensen was in it. Um, I think he's at Zunonagora this year as well. Yeah, I want to yep. say. Obviously, Max Frick has, has ridden for the club as well. Um, so, yeah, there was lots and of Luke, lo- yeah, lots Luke, of big Luke names. There as well, I think. Um, yes, I believe he is. Yeah. I think, you know, I think Tungate is as well. You could well be right. I believe Tungate is there as well. So, yeah, it, it was good to see a, a pretty strong lineup. It's not far off of GP standard. It's sort of a mix, you, you know, sort of in between, I'd probably say SEC and, and SGP standard, really, in terms of the riders, but... Yeah, very true. Yeah, and then uh, obviously the Ben Fund was yesterday, which we've we've talked about already. And then we final meeting of this week has actually happened as we record this afternoon, which was the Sam Masters testimonial at Wolverhampton, where he's gathered together fifteen of his closest friends. Um, I think in an interview um, uh, just after the meeting, he said uh, nobody's let him down. Those who couldn't attend told him very early that they couldn't be there, so. It, these are riders that are very close to him and by all accounts, a very good meeting at Wolverhampton, won by your man again, Jason Doyle. Yeah, um, obviously he's not not as past it as you guys seem to think he is. Uh, once again, banging in the points in a in a in on a British track. So I never said he was past it in this country. Oh, okay, all right. Just in the GPs, I suppose. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe. He's still my one to watch. He's still, he's still there. I'm sorry, he's still there. But... Yeah, and obviously, you know, with um, with Nichols getting into that final as well, it was you know Scott Nichols having a good a good meeting. Obviously, you have former Wolves riders in Lingren and Torshell getting into the final as well. Um, but some some decent scores. Yeah, Steve Worrell got himself ten points. So Ryan, uh, you know, Luke Douglas, Luke Douglas and Ryan Becker. I'm going to get them mixed up. Luke Becker and Ryan Douglas. Let's get them the right way around. Um, you're having nine and eight between them. So it, it looks it bodes well for the for for Wolverhampton riders really. It's I'm sure they would have hoped to get um, a full time Wolves rider on the podium, but it wasn't to be this one. Yeah. Uh, so that, that that finished it up our catch up for this week. I don't know, Kane, are you back? Is he here? He still disappeared. Well, He's I want to move on to um, our rider of the week then. So every week we'll be discussing who we think our rider of the week will be, and then we'll be putting a poll on our social media pages so that everybody can have a little vote on who they want to be rider of the week. Um, 
So we'll come to who should we come to? We'll come to you first, Rob, with your who you would like to be rider of the week. Um, I've got a number of names written down. Obviously, you can't. You know, Danny King's had a had a good week. He scored plenty for plenty for uh, Red Car, and he scored. A, obviously, he's won the Ben Fund. Um, but I, I'm I'm going to stick my swinging hat on actually, and I'm going to go with Musilac purely on the basis of having you know of being top top scorer against obviously the the reigning league champions and having a really really good start to the season. Um, you know, that's essentially obviously it was only a six point win, so it was important for him to get. You know, big points. Holder Holder did quite well, but with the middle order not banging him top top points, it was important for him to have a good start. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stick Musilak down for that. So Rob has gone Musilak. Kane, are you back with us? I am back. That is a good time. You know, I got back as soon as you started talking about it. Um. Perfect. So we'll come to your rider of the week then. I I'm, I'm gonna go for a Bellevue Ace. There was a couple that I was looking at, but he's had a few meetings. He's performed quite well in all of them. I'm going to go for Charles Wright. I, I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. He, he was really good at Red Car. Saw that meeting. Um, and I, he was, you know, he is good at Sheffield, but I think he's been a bit underlooked for this year because he's not had the best season in the Premiership last season. You know, but he had another solid performance there. And I believe he was in the Ben Fund and just missed out in the final. He looked really good as well, Charles Wright, to be fair. He yeah. did just miss out on the final. And very almost nearly beat Freddie Lindgren. So, my pick <laughs> is Danny King. Danny King. <laughs> my pick is Charles Wright. Danny King won the Ben Fund. But yeah, Charles <laughs> Wright. Charles Wright, Workington, okay. Workington legend, Charles Wright. You've you've stolen my thunder there. Have I because, accidentally uh, said who your pick is? So, uh, my pick for Rider of the Week um, is going to be Danny King. Now, <laughs> so that Danny, is a surprise. Um, Who saw that one coming? He, <laughs> he, has, um, he started the week well for Redcart, um, putting in a double-figure score um, at his new home venue for this season. And then he came down to Kingsland yesterday. Mightily impressive performance to score 14 points. Only only beaten once during the, 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 the programme rides. And I can't remember who it was by now. I'll... I want to say Michael Palm Toff beat him, but I can't uh, be 100% oh, I've sure. i just closed it. Bear with me. Anyway, uh, he scored 14 and he went on to win the final as well. So, um, Danny King will be was my... Michael Palm Toff? Oh, see it. My memory's not totally going. <laughs> Yet. So, they are our three picks for this week. So, Danny King, Tobias Muselak and Charles Wright. That will be going up on our social media pages. Um, over the course of this week and we'll be inviting you to come and um, vote on who you would like to see as our ride of the week. Special mention to Jake Mulford who did well at Sheffield and possibly the best performance I've ever seen from someone at Redcar to not score a point. So Yeah, yeah, and a good win as well. And on... a good win. Um, so I've just invited our guest onto the show to take on Rob in the... Um, in the podcast versus the world challenge, just I'm waiting not, for. Oh, it's a bit. It's a bit interesting that I don't. I don't get to know who the guest is. That's. You'll that's, know in a minute. It's fine. Well, I know. I know when they turn friend up. Friend of but... the show. We'll, we'll, all we'll say is it's a friend of the show. Yeah. So it's an exciting guest. Who's I'm sure someone who's going to give you a a really hard time in the quiz. To be fair, because uh, someone needs to. Because we're I believe we're five two ahead as it stands. Oh, you're asking me all the questions I don't have the answers for. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I, I thought, to be fair, Kane, that, that's like that's every week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. Not one, five, two. we are we are five two in the hedge, uh, five two ahead. So uh, this week we'll see um, the normal quiz. Um, so a question where you'll be taking it in turns to answer, it, and then there is a the special "Who am I?" at the end as well. Can I have a hint as to who the guest is? As they're not in um, there, is no. it is it a, is it somewhat is it a fan or is it no, a rider? Because I've just got some breaking news. So uh, the Swindon Robins team is now Jason Doyle, Anders Rohr, Kyle Howarth, Justin Sedgman, Adam Ellis, Jack Smith and Sam Hagen. It's a 1-7, no. I believe that's the lineup as well. No Klaus Vissing? No, no. Kla- Klaus Vissing has Vissing gone missing. once again. <laughs> well, that, well, the, uh, the, the idea of having the 2019 team turning the team up just is, gets better and better with every change. Has yeah. gone, although, to be fair, that's... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually. I'm not unhappy about that. We've got to quickly change our predictions, but um, I, I have now because the meeting. Well, it was quite tight until um that changed. So, I wonder which way. Well, should we um, whilst we're waiting for the guest to appear, shall we? we could, are we going to move on to the the biggest meeting of the season? We could, Ever. I suppose, we, we could go season. on to our meeting of the week, which will be Oxford. Versus the Swindon Select. I'm going to come to Rob last because I'm not letting him pick first because I know which way he's going to go and it'll probably be a 62-28 win or something. <laughs> so, um, Kane, I'll come to you first. Hi. Um, I actually haven't got a prediction, so I'm just going to go do it on the fly. It worked for me last season. I came second. Oh, I'm going to stop you there. I'm stopped. What? I'm going to oh stop you. Lord. Guest he's, he's right. Oh, my Lord. He... Oh, God. None other than Craig Ludlow. Craig, how are we doing this evening? Good evening, Nathan. Oh, yeah, I'm fine, mate. How are you? Uh, absolutely fantastic. Just well, took me what all the fans, um, this is Rob's dad. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's Rob, in the kitchen downstairs. I can see the lights. <laughs> Rob has no idea. I'm all right. How are you? It's I'm good, good mate. You. Thank you. Really good to have you here. No, thank you. It's good to be here as well. Are you happy, Rob? Yeah, I'm buzzing, mate. Yeah, I'm. I'm so happy. Yeah, I can't right. wait for it to be. I can't wait for it to be 1980 Swindon Riders, and I'm not going to have a clue. I'll just say Phil Crump and leave it at that. I think. The so, question is, uh, Swindon Riders that Craig Ludlow really likes. <laughs> so, Rob, you you keep banging on about how your dad keeps shouting at you for all the answers you keep getting wrong. So now he, is your chance to take on Craig. In fairness, I wonder how he's going to get on now that he's in. He's, he's in now. It's in the moment. He's got. He's only got a split second to think about it. He's not in the van half asleep anymore. Yeah, no problem, Ludus. No problem, mate. <laughs> all the fighting talk. Can we can sit back and enjoy? I, I, I'm not going to say. I'm quite happy to sit back and let this flow. Before but uh, before we move into the quiz, like like I've done with Chris at Kings Lynn, Craig, um, just talk us through your your speedway journey, where it all began, how it all began, and your your biggest memories of the sport. Well, I've got quite a few memories, mate. But we'll go back to 1980 um, when I was first my dad first tried to take me to the speedway meeting, which was the England USA Test match at Blunsdon, Swindon. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get there because there's there's too much uh, too many people getting in, so we had to turn around and come home. So that's my first memory, and then my very first meeting was away to Coventry the week later, um, where I had the hottest pasty ever. <laughs> um, sat on the steps um, opposite the start line. If you've been to Coventry, you'll know. 
and I'm, my tongue's still burning 43 years later. Um, so, and that was, uh, that's my earliest memories. Um, obviously, my favourite rider, as everybody knows, is Phil Crump, um, but there were so many good riders back in the 80s, um, 90s, and really, I could go through millions of them. Um, I love Jimmy Nielsen. Uh, he was in the 90s, along with Adams, Lee Adams. Um, it's been, you know, my list is, uh, is is endless, mate, endless. I'll be on here for hours on end, but the best meeting was the Even Advertiser Superstar, where Phil Crump won, beating Pennell and Michael Lee in the last heat when every rider was on um, 12-point maximum at the time. It was a fantastic race. I've never shook, physically shaken with excitement in my life and, and until that point. It was fantastic. Um, I've got the bug ever since. Um, um, I met um, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, Mark Chesel, in the early nine, late 90s, uh, early 90s, sorry, um, and become his mechanic. As I don't know if you guys know, but the Chesels are a rating family from Swindon that rode various clubs. Um, I end up being his mechanic. And Gary's mechanic, Gary Chesel, rode for Swindon yeah. uh, for several years. I'm still Mark's mechanic now because uh, he's still racing um, on the grass. Um, also sponsored uh, Corrig Avacol for two years. Um, been all over the world watching, watching Speedway. Australia, America, Poland. Uh, mechanic in as well in Europe. Um, I absolutely love it, mate. Absolutely love it. It's the best sport in the world. And um, I'm just to be able to tell you guys about it, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we're delighted that you're on here. And I I think um, before before too much anticipation steps in, we, we should move on to the quiz. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Rob, if you're ready. Yeah, I'm buzzing for this, mate. I'm, I'm looking forward to what you've what you've concocted for this. It's not 1980s Swindon Riders, you'll be delighted to know. Thank God for that. But it, it will be interesting to find out who is the biggest Swindon fan of you two. <laughs> oh. So, right. I have got, since 19, well, since the 1960s, Swindon have got four league titles and two knockout cups, and that's what I'm focusing on. Okay. What I want to know, there are 32 different riders who either appeared in the final of the Knockout Cup and the league or were in the team. And that one is particularly the 1967. Obviously, didn't have playoffs back in those days. So, for the leagues from 2012 onwards, you've got the, the riders, and it is just the riders that appeared in the final. Okay. And obviously, the Knockout Cup as well. Those riders that appeared in the final. And then the seven riders from the... League winning 1967 team. So I'll leave the 60s to you, Dad, I think. <laughs> so the 30, oh, yeah, okay. 32 riders in total. So, Craig, as the guest, you can go first. I will go with Simon Stead. Simon Stead is correct. Uh, Hans Anderson. Hans Anderson is c- correct. You're going for the same year. We are, yeah. Uh, Peter Kilderman. Peter Kilderman is legend. Uh, Ellis Perks. Ellis Perks. That was great. I've seen him somewhere. Yeah, 2019 League and Knockout Cup. Uh, Mike Broadbanks. Oh, this could. This must be a 60s one. 
He yeah, is there. Broadband, yes. Uh, Troy Batchelor. Rob's in trouble. Troy <laughs> Batchelor is there. Um, Barry Briggs. Barry Briggs is correct. Also part of that 1967 league winning team. Uh, Klaus Vissing. Klaus Vissing, who has gone missing again, <laughs> is correct. Um... Uh... Martin Ashby. Martin Ashby is correct. Uh, Jason Doyle. Jason Doyle, of course. How could we forget him? That is correct. Um, now I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to come blank. Yeah, oh, see? Yeah. It's not so easy when you're on the spot, is it? No, it ain't. Um <laughs> Let me think, let me think, let me think. Did you say 2012, all Swindon's league titles, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Then we will go with... Yeah, Tobias Muzilak. Yes. Uh, I'll go with Nick Morris. Nick Morris is correct. Who's uh, the reserves? Um, um, uh, your fella's struggling now. Yeah, I am struggling. <laughs> My mind's gone blank. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Come on, Craig. No need for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gosh, shit. Well, I've written mine's gone blank. Hang on. If that helps you at all, I've got four more in my head. David Belago. David Belago is correct. <sighs> oh, I'll have Adam Ellis. Oh, I knew that that was going to come back at him quite quickly. Adam Ellis is correct. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. There's still seventeen answers left. Yeah, there is, isn't there? Is it? Uh. Go back to the 60s. I'm pretty sure it was George White. That is not a correct answer. Oh, Incorrect. Rob has come out on top. No. <laughs> Start again. No. I, I, I had two answers. I think it's Seb Olden rode in 2012. Seb Olden is correct. Uh, and I had Liam Carr from 2017. Yep, Liam Carr is correct. Could have um, also had... Oh, have you got more? Uh, but, um, I'm thinking. I was struggling at that point. I thought those four names I was bragging about, I'd leave, two of them had been used up. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted in you both. I think there's one that's a big miss here. Friend, uh, Rasmus Jensen. Uh, oh. Rasmus Jensen. Jesus, man. <laughs> Who else have uh, we got? Just, just a couple more from this league period. There's only two more from the from this period, which was Bradley Wilson-Dean. Yeah. 
and David Lampard. Yeah, I just had just written down Lampard actually. Yeah, we go back to the sixties. There was uh, Bob Kilby. Oh God, man! <laughs> I did have him in my head as well. That was probably the only one from the sixties I was going to think of once Briggs had gone. To be honest, I think I'm, I'm, make, I'm making your dad more angry. I've somebody got Pete, hit. Somebody Pete. hit. No, no. I've got Pete Monday, Mike uh, and Frank Shooter. That completes the sixties, and you didn't pick anybody from the two thousand knockout cup. Oh, of course, no, yeah, of course, the Premier League, thanks, yes. Close Christensen. Yeah, Paul Fry. Alan Moggeridge, Paul Fry, Close Christensen, Oliver Allen. Neil Collins, Mark Steele, and you had a guest, David Walsh, as well. Shit. I believe that. <laughs> <Yeah, right. too. laughs> I think oh, Frank was either injured or suspended back then. Could have been either, to be fair with him. All those years, and he still gets beat. Bloody hell, man. <laughs> oh, I ain't going to live this down, you know that, don't you? <laughs> it's still, there's still a chance for you, Craig. Still a what? chance to redeem yourself, because I've got a who am I for the both of you. Okay, yeah, I'm going to get this. He's going to get this. He yeah. might get a three-pointer here, you never know. Who should I go for first? I might, I'll give you a little bit of time, Craig, so I'll go for Rob first. Okay. Winner stays on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Rob... Your three questions. Okay. Number one. I made my British debut in 2000 for Wolverhampton, going on to win the 2001 Continental Final to qualify for the 2002 SGP series. Lordy. I'm not getting three points. I am not getting three points. Joe Screen, no. Um, oh Lord, two thousand British debut. Okay, so I would hazard a guess he's not a, a continental final. So I'm going to hazard it. Well, he's not British. That's we work that out. So that narrows it down by not a lot. Um, Every other country apart from <laughs> two thousand and two GP series. That is, I'm five years old at that point. I'm not paying attention to any meeting. Let's be fair. Not paying attention to much, really. No, I'm not paying attention to anything in life at five. Um, Wolverhampton. Okay, we're going to go. I'm go- mm. I tell you what, I'm going to... Mm. Was he in it before 2000? Wolverhampton. He might have been, I don't know. I tell you what, I'm just going to I'm gonna go for a running. This isn't right, but I'm going for Peter Carlson just as a guess. Peter Carlson. Okay, lock that in for the first one. Okay. Question number two. I was the 2010 European champion and spent most of my Polish career, my home country, at Czestakova. 2010 European champion. There's, I think God. we can eliminate Peter Carlson. We this. can eliminate Peter Carlson. He's certainly not Polish. Mm-hmm. So he's a European champion and he spent most of his time is at Czestakova. My Polish speedway knowledge is not top-notch. Um. Polish 2000. Oh, there's not many poles right for Wolves. That should be. Hmm. I haven't got a clue, to be honest. If I'm being perfectly honest, with you, not a clue. Um... Do you want me to stick a ski on the end of that? 
Is he yeah, that's going to help. <laughs> not a Kluski. Not a Kluski. Yeah, you might have to just put not a Kluski for the minute because <laughs> I don't have a Kluski, to be honest, buddy. Okay. Number three. I was runner-up in the 2006 Elite League Pairs Championship and have also ridden for both Swindon and Oxford as well as beating Lee Adams at King's Lynn three times in one night. Oh. Oh. Because oh. I feel sorry for you, Swindon were runner-up in the 2006 Elite League pairs, by the way. I'm not getting a point here, boys. I don't even get a point here. I must have told you this story about 100 You have, because oh, you said that he beat, yeah, he's beat Lee Adams three times, and I've just not got a clue. Oh, I thought you had it from this one. Uh, you've told that story so many times, and I, I should listen to you more. You should. Well, yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Dad, have you got any idea? Uh, I think Sebastian Ulamet. Oh, yes, Craig's right. <laughs> it's a point for Craig. Oh. oh. He was with Ulamet, wasn't he, in the Paris that year? Was he with him in that year? That year? He was with Lee Adams that year. Yeah, yeah that's right. I think Lee Adams had won it the two years before that as well. That yes, is, Charlie. That is, that is quite annoying. Uh, oh, I feel bad just because your dad knew the answer, Rob. Well, at least I at least I won the, the main quiz. Yeah. The, I've got some point. I've got a point. We, we can only draw. Well, no, I'm going to get. Well, if he gets it, I'm going to get beat here. So we'll, we'll go to Craig then for your three. Are you ready, Craig? Yep, yep. Right here we go. I first made my debut in 1978 for Hackney. And the following year was part of the side who finished second in the World Team Cup at White City, although failing to score from one ride. White City 78. Mm. You didn't give a country, did you? Not on this one, no. No. So... Oh, oh, stab in the dark, Michael Lee. Lee, okay, locked in. Second question. I am the 1980 Danish champion and made one world final appearance in 1984 at Gothenburg, finishing seventh with nine points. In 1984 and 85, I was part of the Danish World Cup winning team. I don't think it's Michael Lee. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it ain't. Unless he's yeah. guessing. Um, <laughs> 19, did you say he won the 1980 Danish Championship? Yep. And he made a one world final appearance in 1984. Ulevi Gothenburg. Was that his only appearance? His only appearance. I hope. Wikipedia has proved us wrong before. Ah. Um, <laughs> Um, Bo Peterson. He's gone Bo Peterson. Right, we move to question three. In 1984, I signed for Swindon Robins before having spells with Kings Lynn and Wolverhampton, but probably most remembered for winning the Division 2 League Knockout Cup and Fours with Arena Essex in 1994 alongside Brian Carger. I might point out you don't have to change your answer if you don't want to. 
Just because I haven't said it's right doesn't mean it's not right. No, no. Can you repeat that, please? Yeah, in 1984, I signed for Swindon Robins before having spells with Kings Lynn and Wolverhampton, but probably most remembered for winning the Division 2 League, Knockout Cup and Fours with Arena Essex in 1994 alongside Brian Carger. I think you I still think it's Bo Peterson. And you are correct, Craig. Two points. Nice. Rob here's wiped the floor with you in that, really. Yeah, this this we can go back to the uh we can go back to the first quiz if you want. We don't need to dwell on that, do we? We can we can well, we can go back to the first quiz. We, we, yes, we that's what I mean. You know, he's won the second half. So is it really that you know, who's the real winner? Uh, well, have I got three points, haven't I? We were we were we were three points ahead going into this one. Now we're only two ahead. So in essence you've lost that, Rob. <laughs> yeah. I have, haven't I? I don't know. Is he getting a point for me for getting Unibet before I got it? For my no, I don't think I'm giving him a point because that was your question, Rob. No, see, yeah, don't give him a point for that. A point for that. We can't be. We, we no, I, I, that's a good decision, Nathan. But I look forward to next week. Next week on the show, Kane's auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just my speedway. <laughs> <laughs> but. Anyway, um, thank you for joining us on the show, Craig. I think um... it's great, mate. It's my pleasure. I'm just, I'm glad I lost the first one. To be fair, I think, to be fair to Rob, I should ask him to do the ten, the quick fire ten on this one. I'm I'm willing to sacrifice Ooh. sacrifice that question ten to um to, to have this because we do it to all the guests, so we should have our quick fire ten for you. Well, bear with me. I'm going to have to find it now. Um, I'll get you if you need them. And it's on my notepad. Let oh, me just God. go back through my notepad. It's on the notepad from about eight weeks ago. Oh, no, I can't find you. Just get it to me around, <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to find it. I conveyed. If you need to, if you have that. Are open. they on the schedule spreadsheet? Yeah, oh, well, that's at the bottom of the um, agenda. I'm just moving it up. Oh, that is heroic. Whoever's done that, because it wasn't me. It was me, actually. Um, so thank you very much. Right. Okay. We'll try and do this. Club. Uh, well. All right, number five is obvious, but we can. <clears throat> well, uh, okay, right, Dad, are you ready? Yes, go on, son. Right, so question number one: What is your favorite favorite track? What past or present, isn't it? Yeah, any track. Oh, I, I won't do the obvious one. The part, the favorite track is Bellevue High Road, the original one. Perfect. Uh, I think I'll probably know the answer to this one, but uh, favourite sport, if not Speedway? Uh, football. Lovely. Uh, your favourite moment um, watching Speedway? Oh, watching Speedway. Good God. My favourite moment, yeah, obviously I was never ridden, so my favourite moment has got to be that... Um, Got to be the 2012 winning, Swindon winning the league for the first time in quite no so long. Perfect. Uh, number four, your three, three favourite things about the sport? The smell, um, the excitement and the fans. Lovely. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll change it at number five because it's normally club supported, but I think we can guess that one. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, I'll... Yeah, Oxford cheated. Paul Pirates. Um, all right, club um, club you're supporting this year is Swindon Art Racing. Ipswich. <clears throat> yep, Nathan good decision. 
Oh, he's back. He's back. He's, back. He's, he's off making a tea. We'll move on. Uh, two, your least favourite things about Speedway. Oh my god. Uh, least favourite things. Rainoffs. Um. The uh, time between races. Yeah. And. Not having Swindon Speedway. Good answers. Uh, number seven. Uh, yeah, we'll do it for a fan. Have you got any uh, pre-match superstitions before going to watch your team? Obviously, it would have been Swindon. So, any pre-match superstitions? Not really, mate. No. As long as it doesn't rain. <laughs> do, a, do a not rain dance. Yeah. Uh, uh, number eight. Your pick for the 2023 world champion. Dan Bewley. Oh, nobody's picking Smarslick anymore. Everyone's gone Bewley. Smarslick's had a couple of bad rides today and everyone's gone off him. That's it. I don't know, to be fair. I've got to think Bewley's going to be right on it. I really do. Uh, number nine, your favourite rider ever? Ever? Yeah, ever. Um, Phil Crump, without a doubt. Yeah, and obviously we're picking up a free point tonight, so obviously if you don't say Swindon, then... I mean, I'll just hand the house over to me and I'll evict you. Uh, For any any reason, pick one of the three clubs, Swindon Robins, Workington Comets or Kingsland Stars. It's a hard one, but I'll I'll have to go Swindon, mate, I'm afraid. We're on the board. We're on the board. I had to to sacrifice that point just for being a good sport tonight. Thank you, Nathan. Oh, thank you for coming on, Greg. It's been a pleasure. It's my pleasure, mate. I listen to you every week when I'm driving around in the van. It's uh, great. And I do shout at Rob's right. I do shout like mad at the stereo. But it it don't answer. But And Rob still gets me wrong. Uh, You guys do a great job. I really enjoy listening to it. Brilliant. It's just as important to us to have fans on here as it is riders and officials and everything as well. So it's been great to talk to you. Um, hopefully speak to you again later in the season yeah I'm sure I'll see you guys at some point I'll get you a beer or two nice one I'll always take a beer thank you very That's much more than he gets me no worries cheers Nate thanks Kane mate no worries cheers letters cheers thanks for thanks for winning the, who am I mate yeah cheers yeah mate. Right, no problem mate any time yeah no worries thanks thanks a lot guys <laughs> cheers Greg all the best thank see you bye bye Did you enjoy that, Rob? Yeah, that wasn't the uh, uh, mystery guest I was expecting, mate. No, it was was a mystery. I was not anticipating that. I thought he'd he'd left. I thought he was gone. I thought he was at the pub. I don't know know when I thought of that, but I thought, I'm going to get Craig on the show. I tell you what, he's done a good job of keeping that a secret because he told me all of an hour and a half ago, he said, I've had a bit of a bad day, so I'm going to the pub. Oh, that was Friday. Friday evening, I messaged him. And I, I supported the idea on Friday evening, I think. Oh, <laughs> messages behind my back. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. We had to, it, just for the fun of it's it. funny. But, yeah. See, anyway, that as soon as, he, as soon as he said Unabek, oh, you idiot. Of course <laughs> it's Unabek. <laughs> oh. We're still ahead, 6-4. Yeah, it's all right. Um, it's, see, I haven't, I haven't completely, I've still picked up a point, you know? We've still picked up a point. We keep it ticking. Yeah, keep keep the points on the board. It's Kane. It's Kane again next week, though. Yeah, see, this is where it gets to part, isn't it? 
I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm the best so far. How are you the best? We've all won points. Yeah, but Gavin didn't win the new, am I? In fact, if... me and Rob have both got two and you've only got one. Well, Rob's got three now. I've got two and you've got one. So how are you the best? I've got a match in hand. Wait, I'll win. Wait, did I, get... <laughs> I don't even got my who am I right, did I? You couldn't have done. Did you have one is the question? I can't remember. No, I can't remember either. Anyway, we'll No, no, I didn't. Maybe. Yeah, I did. Have you? you must have done. I must have done. Oh, you must have got it wrong. Oh, well, I'm still the best. It's fine. <laughs> we, we'll go back to where we were. So, we were talking... Are you ready for your prediction now, Kane? Have you I, had a chance? I mean, I, haven't, I still haven't got one, but I'll do it. You we'll know? go to you first, because I want to go to Rob last, because Rob's will be boring. Yeah. What do you mean Rob's will be boring? I'm not going to say 75-15 just, just for the fun of it. but Yeah, but it's not original because I did it first. <laughs> so um, we'll come to what you expected. Jason Doyle to hit six or something? It's going to fall off. Actually, he's not going to turn up and Carl Swisson is going to make a grand entrance as the number one. Jordan, Jordan Jenkins to outgate him in heat one and clear off. No. Well, maybe. <laughs> I haven't thought that far yet. Um, I'm just going to go not even think about it, right, and just say a couple of numbers and hopefully they're the correct numbers. It's a bit like the lottery, isn't it? So, um, obviously, I'm going to go for a Swindon win. Just to please please Rob. Would you, would you have gone for a Swindon win without the team change that's just been announced? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I am going to have Swindon to win 49-41. Forty-nine, forty-one. Okay. I think. No, forty-eight, forty-two. Oh, he's a mind changer. Watch it be forty-nine, forty-one now. I will physically hurt somebody. <laughs> I've actually got it a little bit tighter. Not too much tighter though. I actually think Swindon will win as well now. Um, I'm going to go for forty-seven, forty-three to Swindon. And I do think Jason Doyle will go through the through the card. Yeah, unbeaten. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Sam Masters might. Uh, Scott Nichols has started well today. Louis started the season well. Sam Masters maybe. I just can't see anyone touching Doyle to be honest. Interesting point. Both the riders you said started well. Masters and Nichols did race in. Obviously, raced in Marshall's testimonial. Who won it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See. There's a re- there is a reason. There is a reason I won the predict. I won the predictions league, boys. All right. There is a reason, and it's because you listen to what other people have said, and then you 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 hear a score they like, they change their mind, and you go with that one. So I'm going to say forty nine forty one to the Mike Robbins. Kane, if this goes peaks up now, it's all on you. I, I was bang- I was I was very I was considering fifty forty actually, but I'll go forty. I'll go forty nine forty one. Seeing as Obviously, Doyle's not raced the Oxford track. I don't. Even, I would almost say ever. I would go oh, along with maybe that. Maybe like years ago. I don't know when he yeah, first I, came. I don't know. I'm not sure. But and then, yeah, Oxford. The, no, actually, to be fair, I think it'd be more comfortable than that. But I'm just going 49-41 as safe. Just picking up. Just, just picking up the I point. Didn't pick it. We'll pick up the point. Yeah, we'll pick up the point. Yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. So they're all inputted. We're all on zero still, so all to play for this week. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't choose the Steve Worrell testimonial as our meeting of the week, which is probably a bigger meeting, but it's, so so. In what world is that a bigger meeting? 
for Steve Worrell, this is important. Okay, well, for Steve Worrell, fair enough. But for everybody, everybody else, else, for literally anybody else. Well, no Richard Worrell, maybe, because it's his brother and his, you know, his mum, his dad. Oh, no, that's correct. Uh, you know, do you friends, think, family. Do you, think, do you think he's proper raging about it, Richie? <laughs> that his brother's got one. It's a good question, <laughs> where, where is the Richard Worrell testimonial? Where is the Richie Worrell testimonial? That's a good question. It's a bit of a mouthful to say, really, isn't it? I'm just, but because we, I tell you, we're not quite controversial enough. Just to clarify, if there are any Oxford fans listening, I hope we absolutely batter you on Wednesday. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> Everything that we talked about last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it's a great meeting. And are you going, Kane, or is it just Rob? Um, I sadly cannot make it. The weather. I is think um, me off. Ox. Ox- Oxford have set a capacity to three and a half thousand. I think for the meeting because I, I expect there to be quite a big contingent of Swindon fans going down. Well, you would like to think so. Like, if there are any Swindon fans that listen to this and are on the fence about going, I know the weather is a bit dodgy, but if the weather's looking okay when it gets to Wednesday, please go because yeah. if there are tickets available, because it's not it's not a case of in the grand scheme of things, the result doesn't matter an awful lot really. Okay, it's Oxford and we want to win because it's Oxford. But it'd be the first time we see Swindon race in what four or five years. You know, the Robin will be going around the track again. Just go there and show that the cl- that the speedway is still wanted in the town because it is. You know, we have big crowds when the when the when the when the club was open. You know, make sure that the people, you know, that are behind the scenes see how many Swindon fans turn up on Wednesday, and it shows that the town still wants the sport, so we can have the team back again. So just if you're on the fence, please just go. Tell them, Rob. And yeah. And and if you are in Oxford next week, make sure that your front doors are locked and the shutters are down on your shop. <laughs> the Barmy Army coming to town. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Yeah, I echo what you say there, Rob. Oh, it was a fantastic occasion, and hopefully we see some further developments with Swindon, if if not just off the back of this meeting. And then looking ahead to next week, then I'm uh, just going to bring up the calendar. So we're we're going to look at look at some of the meetings that are happening next week. Um, Obviously, as we record, it's Sunday. As you you may be listening to us on the radio, the the um, Peterborough versus Ipswich and Bellevue will be taking place against Sheffield uh, in the Premiership. The Wednesday is obviously the Oxford Swindon meeting and Steve Worrell's testimonial, and then we have quite a splattering of uh, knockout cup matches coming up as well. Kingsley take on Sheffield and Leicester take on Ipswich in the quarterfinal first legs on Thursday evening. On Friday, Redcar will take on Berwick. Um, in the first leg of the Championship uh, Knockout Cup as well. Um, and then moving on to the Saturday, the return leg of that between Berwick and Redcar. One that I'm uh, looking forward to as well on Sunday, April the 2nd, the start of the National Development League, Milden Hall versus Kent, to see how, how things start to unfold at Milden Hall. And then next Monday evening, uh, Wolverhampton against Kings Lynn in the Premiership. And the, Peter, the rearrangement of the Peter Craven Memorial at Bellevue. So, um, obviously, Michael Palm Toft won't have the chance to retain his title unless, as Kane says, uh, Kingsley and Operate ride a replacement for him next week. British Speedway, in it? Or oh, the first rider replacement of the season. Well, unless somebody gets injured in the next couple of days. Well, here's, here's some next weekend. news. Uh, there is an injured rider currently in a, a 1-7. Yeah, I, I think we'll take, a, we'll, we'll take a quick trip down to Kane's Clinic, will we? Because uh, talking that's about... That's Eric, the sirens I'm hearing. Yeah, the sirens <laughs> in the background. The ambulance is coming. Kane is at work. Hello. He's opened up his doors because somebody has walked in this evening, unfortunately. Yes, Jayathridge uh, has had a crash today at Wolverhampton. Um, 360, I think it was. 
So, you know, there was a few style points. And then Josh Pickering did copy him and he got up. But um, it seems he's got a dislocated shoulder. So he will miss the start of the season. Um, as far as we know, it is just the dislocated shoulder. So maybe put it down to like a month. Few, like four, It says 46 weeks usually. So obviously he's not going to be available for the weekend. Um, possibly, I think I did look at Beric's fixtures. Just bear with me very quickly. Um, he probably won't be available for the matches against Glasgow, home and away on the 14th and 15th of April. Uh, we might see him back for the the BSN series with Edinburgh Monarchs on the, the Friday, the April 21st and the 22nd at home. So, yeah, speed recovery to Jai. Hopefully, it's a you know there's no complications and we see him back soon. But it's a could be a big miss for Berg, especially in the home matches. Yeah, yeah, and as we make we make sort of light of uh, of Kane's clinic. Um, we don't mean to make light of it. It's no joking matter when speedo riders are injured, but um, it's just to keep everyone updated with who's in and out at the moment and who's how people are recovering over the course of the season. Um, unfortunately, injury is part and parcel of Speedway. Um, so we wish Joy all the best. He had a a bit of an injury played last year as well. So, uh, and I think Kane, he was only talking on BSN last week about trying to get through a season yeah. unscathed. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, dislocated shoulders, one of those injuries that happen, uh, especially when you land awkwardly. So, I think we will send our best to Jai um, and hope he's back on a bike soon. If you uh, just, just while we are on the topic of um, our little features, um, obviously, those Bunting Buggies debut this week on the new blog. Yes. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, do you want to talk about the Bunting's bookies? Uh... I can, I can. Um, it's it's a little you know thing on the side that me and Nathan are going to be doing this season because um, you know we like a bit of a flutter now and then, and we also like speedway. So why not bring them together? Um, I don't know if people saw, but we do have a, a blog now. I think it was posted on Monday, or Wednesday, yeah. or Thursday. I can't really remember to be honest because I was probably at work. But anyway, it was posted on a day that ended with Y. Yeah, you, one of you keep talking. It was posted on the twenty second. So 23rd. that was Wednesday. Wednesday. It was posted on the Wednesday. Um, the, it will be a weekly feature, I assume. Nathan, I I'm assume. hoping so. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Um, uh, it was meant to be two matches. He did a preview for the one that was obviously cancelled. So um, <laughs> we didn't get to do bets on that one. But you know, we went to Sheffield. Sheffield versus Bellevue. We had three match. Uh, three bets. Uh, one easy, one medium, one hard. The first one was to buy some music like over nine, which won. The other two we don't need to talk about because they didn't win. Um, but <laughs> if you were interested, it was Dan Beale in a two-point handicap against Jack Holder and Jim and Lindsay to score exactly six. Um, so for the easy one, we suggest three units. Uh, two units for the middle, one for the third. If you did that, you broke even. If you were like me and didn't do that and you were very silly... You lost a little bit of money, but we don't have to talk about how much it was. We just need to know that you don't do that, and it's fun. I promise. But, yeah, um... I think. Yeah, I think. I think the the point Kane's trying to make here, although again, this is another topic. Um, we, we we're we're not actively encouraging people to bet um, on any sport or or anything, but it's it's supposed to be for a bit of fun. So we see ourselves as obviously Rob's a. Rob's the best predictor out of any of us, so obviously we've, we've frozen him, him out in British media yeah. fashion. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, we, <laughs> like uh, we, we follow all all the necessary guidelines, and we, we will always say to people, only bet what you can afford. This is here for a bit of fun. Um, small bets, small units. Um, only bet what you can afford, and when the fun stops, make sure you stop as well. We're not, we're not trying to actively get people into problems, so it's just a little bit of a laugh. So, what, what can we do to? To, to well not make people money but what can we do we we offer our tips and advice at a speedway as i've said numerous times before we are just three ordinary guys we're speedway fans so we do we like to think that we know quite a lot about the sport so if we can help people to to look at what they should be looking out for in the sport then that's what we should we should do and we should carry on doing that the <laughs> Don't follow our advice. Follow our advice. It, it's entirely up to to the listeners um, what they want to do. But um, th- these are just our tips for for meetings that are going on during the week. And um, just looking ahead, uh, we're looking ahead at a couple of fixtures um, tomorrow. Actually, um, I've been I've been looking with I, I don't know what the word is, but um, just looking at the lineups for the the Peterborough Ipswich meeting tomorrow, and and already. Although the meeting was called off last week, already Richie Hawkins has made a, an adjustment to the Ipswich lineup, which he's renowned for doing. Um, he's decided not to put Keenan Rue at number two tomorrow and changed him with Eric Riss. Um, Rob, I'll come to you first on this one. And what what he said is it's important to get off to a good start, which I think you can understand um, by putting Riss at two with Jason Doyle uh, and then leaving Keenan Rue for Heat four, uh, Heat three, sorry. But what this does do is is leave him a little bit open if Keenan's not having a great night towards the tail end of the meeting. But what I suppose he's hoping for is that Doyle and Safutinov can pull him through in heats thirteen and fifteen. Yeah, I think it's um, it's an interesting move. I, obviously, as you say, he wants to get off to a good start, and the and the quote there it's a big ask of Keenan to go out and heat one on a track he's never seen. So you know, to give him some time to get some feedback from the riders that have been out in the first two heats. So he can get his setup right is a good idea. Obviously, the track is going to be pretty similar to the sort of thing he would be used to um, in Australia. And then again, obviously, where he's ridden on the continent in Poland, where they're quite big and fast. Peterborough is a, is a fast track. So um, I, I suspect he, he may, he, I think he'll do pretty well. Um, so I, I think at the moment, I think it's a reasonably good good decision to make. Um, that that heat one does look quite tasty. I can't, you know, Pedersen and Anderson for Peterborough. I, I imagine they're not going to give each other any space. Never mind Doyle or Eric Riss. So that is uh, that's going to be quite a fun race to see. You, but you imagine if Peterborough win the toss and pick gates one and three and eat one, I wouldn't want to be Jason Doyle if I'm brutally honest. No, you're getting sandwiched unless you make an absolute steamer. But um, yeah, I think it. I, I think from looking outside, I think it's quite a good idea. I think it's to, to give Keenan Rue that a, a little bit of feedback from the riders that have been out in the first couple of heats, as I said. Um, and I think the track may suit his. Uh, well, I'm guessing here would would suit him a little bit. But as as you say, with having Doyle and Saifutinov at one and five, it's going to be you know they should be they should be quite strong towards the end of the meeting. But obviously, you can't discount Nicky Pedersen and Benjamin Basso as being sorry, not Benjamin Basso. Eels Christian Everson is number five. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be quite a tasty Heat 13. Yes, definitely. And Kane, I'm sure we'll talk about um, some advice that will be given to the listeners over the course um, of today and tomorrow. But um, some things that, are, for me personally, um, riders such as Keenan Rue, Ben Cook, I think I'll be it'll be a watching capacity for them tomorrow. For us, um, I, I think Everson and Basso have had disappointing weekends in Poland, but I'm sure they'll be looking to start strongly. One rider I'll be looking out for 
Richie Worrell um, moved over from Kingsland to Peterborough during the off-season. Um, three very impressive performances at Peterborough last season, scoring, I think, eight twice and nine um, from five rides last season. Had a, a good good night at Kings Lynn, uh, scored 12 points at the Ben Fund on Saturday. So he'll be, for me, Richie Worrell is the one to watch in that meeting tomorrow. Yeah, and I think I did say that before we started. Um, one other thing as well that I do want to mention to the listeners, um, Nicky Pedersen did beat Bartosz Malzik today, or Sunday, uh, <clears> with Bidgosh. So... Positive stuff for the Peterborough fans. Quickly followed by the fact Benjamin Balsall finished 16th in the same meeting and got two. But, hey, Pedersen did really well. I thought he was uh, the rider to beat starting off. Um, so, you know, he could... We could see someone finally rivaling Jason Doyle on track. Um, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, I, I would... Obviously, you're not going to say I think Pedersen will do well because that's common sense, really, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I would agree. Richie Worrell is could be like a I don't even know what the word is. Um, trump card. Yeah, trump card, sort of. You know, underlooked a little bit, maybe. But you know, he has started the season well. He's got form on the track, so you know, there's all possibility we could see some uh, some more big points from him. Yeah, definitely. And look out on our social media pages over the course of tonight and tomorrow to see where where our inverted common commas tips are going. But um, uh, we'll be previewing their meetings tomorrow. But um, looking ahead, then, and something else that we've been um, discussing over the past week, um, and something that caused a lot of arguments last week. Um, I to quickly, I, leave. I went. I went to bed stressed. I actually I quit think. for a few moments while I built my, my own head, side. My head really hurt talking, like listening. <clears throat> I think I was more on the side of Rob on this one for the majority. Yeah, but he he was good. He was good though, isn't he? Who? Richard Larson. Oh, I don't. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Now let's let's have a Barney boys. Why not? Let's let's go for it. Yeah, I mean, so you know, we still got twenty minutes left. So what what we've done is we, we've entered a, a fantasy league team into uh, the National Development League Fantasy League. Can can you explain more whose league that is and what it involves? Um, as far as I'm aware, both leagues are run by. Forgive me if I say it's getting name wrong. It's you and Tullock. Um, they're both on Facebook. You can find them at in the Monarchs Fantasy League Facebook page for the Championship one. And for the National League one, it's sort of like a joint page with the National League. It's just simply National League Speedway only. Um, they've been running for a few years quite successfully. I've been in them before. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's a bit of fun, isn't it? Should well should be <clears throat> have some fun. I know a few of our friends are in it as well. So see if you I thought those. it I thought it'd be a good idea to have a combined round the boards podcast team in each league, which Until we started and- building it. Until we started talking, and then it became a little bit of a nightmare. I think we'll 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 go to the National Development League one first because I think that was the easiest one. Yeah. Um, well, I, that one, I think Kane built a team, and we were like, "Yeah, that looks good. We'll go with that." I was, if I was building a team myself, I was keen, um, and the two reserves would have been the two Lukes, Luke Colleen and Luke Harrison. I can't see 
better value than them two as three-pointers because they're both going to put at least two to three points on their average this season for me. Um, one more we spoke about was Ashton Bowen. Obviously, he comes on, on a slightly inflated 4.95 average due to his guest appearances last year. He's another one that could, has got the potential to, and he's been out in Slovenia and the Czech Republic over the course of the winter practising. One interesting one was Joe Alcock. Um, comes in on a 4.36 average. Averaged close to eight for Kent last year before his injury at Scunthorpe. So we've gone for a sort of a, a top-heavy top three, which caused a little bit of a stir. I don't think... I think Connor Bailey was, was one of my choices and all of a sudden he appeared at the, the 11th hour because he wasn't yeah. going to be in there. We, um, well, I built a seven and Rob was like, yeah, we'll just do that. And then we sort of carried on with the championship one and... In the end, you know, when we sort of settled, I felt a bit bad. So I swapped out my top two for your top two. And it, it was okay. I still prefer my top two, but it's a team. There's no I in team. But there is a Jordan Jenkins in team. So Friend of the show, Jordan Jenkins. Yeah, we, I think that was that was more Rob's choice in the end, Jordan Jenkins, wasn't it, Rob? No, he, you picked uh, that one. And then we just like, we'll build the rest. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you you asked you said I could pick the first rider in both teams, so I said I'll oh, we'll go Ashton Bowen then, and then and you uh, saw my picks instead. That was that was as far as I got involved with the uh, national league team. Of so yeah, we've got we've gone for uh, Jordan Jenkins, Connor Bailey, sorry, friend of the show, Jordan Jenkins, yeah. Connor Bailey, friend of the show, Lee Complin. I felt we had to half friend the of the show, Ashton Bowen. Yep, half friend of the show. Uh, Joe Alcock, friend of the show, Luke Colleen, and uh, Luke Harrison. I think that's quite a competitive team in that yeah, league. Yeah, I, I like it. I think most probably most of the teams will have them riders in, but it's because they're doing there for a reason, aren't they? So we'll yeah. see how it goes. And, and, we're out, I think we'll have one change a month, so we'll make some changes and then, probably. And then... Um, then we moved on to our championship team, and this is where the uh, this is where it all fell apart. They actually <laughs> made me cry. So there was <laughs> there was a lot of anger in this. I actually didn't sleep till about one in the morning because I was that angry about it. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't really paying attention. Then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to have to. I'm going to. I sat up in bed. I was like, I'm going to have to look at this because I can't allow these idiots to pick a team that I'm isn't any gonna... good. You you carry on talking, one of you two, because I'm going to just go back through the chat that we were having, just so I can fill the the listeners in on, I'm, I'm on some of the messages uh, that I, were coming I, I, coming I did through. get Klaus in the end, so you got you got Klaus in the end, Klaus, and that was probably where my picks finished. To be honest, uh, I'd say what he's gone missing. As we as we're doing it, I'd, I'll run through as you're looking through the chat. I'll run through the team we have picked, which again is is not necessarily top heavy. Actually, I think we've gone straight oh, in depth this time. Yeah. But uh, in order of averages, we've gone Josh Pickering, uh, Benjamin Basso, Michael Palmtoft, Ben Cook, Jonas Knudsen, Klaus Fissing, and Luke Lean was in there as a two-point um, reserve. I just remember so, who you wanted as number one as well, and I still can't believe it. Yeah, I, I was an advocate for Nick Morris being our number one, but I was told that this, that was silly like, because his average the, is too The high. argument here was we weren't allowed <laughs> Richard Larson because he couldn't improve his average so we were going to sign someone with a higher average, which was less likely to improve. And, oh, let me tell you, I was not happy. <laughs> well, I've, I've just come across some messages, and I'm not going to put names on this because I, I don't want to name and shame I'm sure all. they can figure out who it is. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, some of the some of the ones I've come across of is two Scunthorpe riders is bold. Um, <laughs> in fact, I'll say this one. Kane, 
came early on said I'm out. Um, uh, yeah, I actually I meant- said I'm going to build my own team. I think my own team is in that chat somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned a couple of riders and Kane said, are you all right? Um, I, I'm fairly sure I remember when Kane said I'm out. I think I told him to grow up. Yeah. So I don't like that team anymore. Um, are we trying to come last? Are we Derek? <laughs> <laughs> Killeen won't last the season. That, that was, was a message. Bold. bold. Yep, yeah, that was that was the next comment. That was me. Um, <laughs> if, he's, if he's shit, we can bin him early. <laughs> that, that wasn't necessarily about Killeen. That's just something. I'm, I'm not going to say what Kane said after that because I've, I've sworn once on there already. Um, then we are... Pick someone else. Someone asked heads or tails. We started tossing a coin for all this. Um, then we started talking about a name. I could go on for ages. And then, I mean, Rob's Rob at one point put in block capitals because he was getting that angry. He's not in our team anymore. <laughs> I think I've... I think the big talking point was, I think I wanted, I don't know if Rob wanted Nick Morris as well. I yeah, we, we were advocates for Nick Morris. Yeah. And then Kane said he was out. So then I put, and then we put took Nick Morris out. And then Rob, Kane was like, Rob, well, you've got Nick Rob, Morris in the team. Rob said, I'm off to bed. That's finished me off. <laughs> Kane then commented, I've quit. And that's when you <laughs> said, don't be a child. <laughs> I mean, these are all the conversations we were having. I think what we were saying, I mean. Just, can I just quickly say, I think mention Kane's my argument, team? I want to mention my, my original team that I think is still better. Your argument came was me, me and I said Morris can improve, and whereas I said that, and, and you then commented that Lawson couldn't, even though he's on a two-point average less. To be fair, Lawson will. Do we not? We don't want to start this again, do we? Well, I, probably not. But I'd, let's be fair. I think we can. I think we can definitely I've, say the I've, middle I've, order. I've we've got seen nine point three three with about seven exclamation marks at the end. So. <laughs> I've just seen another comment from Rob on here directed at Kane, which I laughed at. I, c- I can't say. It. <laughs> I don't use PG enough to say. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not. The uh, oh, yeah. to be to be fair, our middle order: you got Knudsen, Ben Cook, and Klaus Vissing, all for a combined of fifteen point eight nine. I think that's I think that's bargains. Oh, I think I understand why Rob wanted Morris. Now he bought you a vodka lemonade in a bar in Swindon. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he did once. Oh, this yeah. is not related at all, but. It's, I'll wait till we finish, but I have a, a question for Nathan. It's not related to this at all, but question. For is this off, off show or on show? Um, we'll do it on show. Okay. So, um, are, are we have we announced who our team is in the championship? Um, we can do it after again. All, uh, after all, after I, all I that, I did, I did, but I tell you what, I'll go for it again. So, in average order: Josh Pickering, Ben Basso, Michael Palmtoft, Ben Cook, Jonas Knudsen. Klaus Vissing, Luke Killeen is our I'm, championship team. I'm quite happy with that as well. I think we can, make, we can make changes during the season if necessary. It's a good yeah, job we didn't pick Koya. <laughs> oh, this is an explicit episode, this one, isn't it? <laughs> Craig started it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be no, honest, I, was, I nearly said at the start when he came on, I, I said, I, I was going to say, like, I, I don't remember not to swear, but then I think... Then, about four seconds later, one come out. Oh, you know what? Let's, let's not worry about it. We'll be okay. We apologise for the language. It's it's not our fault. We can't control our guests. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, I've got the question. So obviously, he's had a mention here very early on in the sh- in the podcast. Uh, birth? 
I don't really know. Well, the start, the start. Anyway, Phil Steele. You know, we all know him. He's yeah. Um, I think you met him at Kingsley, uh, Nathan. Yes, I did. I did yeah. last season. Yeah, and that's the right. rumor was that you met him by the toilet. Um, is that where that you is that where you usually meet your your friends at Kingsley? <laughs> by the toilet. It, it just so happens that I stand next to a toilet. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a bit rude to call the Adrian Flux Arena a toilet, but fair enough. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted. Uh, I can't remember how this came up, but me and Phil were talking, and I just wanted to question why you meet all your fans at the toilets. Well, it's because it's I started. Well, it's actually, I don't know how new it is, actually, but there is now a toilet in the back straight stand. It's more of a port cabin, to be honest. But Thank yeah. goodness you found so, the toilets. So, strictly speaking, yeah, I do. Anyone who comes to see me meets me by the toilets. So, well, since it's new, technically the toilet is next to you. You're, you're not next to the toilet. Yeah. I mean, I've been there since 1990. That toilet's not been there more than five years. So Exactly. It's invaded my space, as did a lot of fans over the weekend. Can I just remind, like, away fans, when you come to Kings Lynn, me and my family stand in the same spot. Do not invade my space. There's actually <laughs> a mark entered in the ground. I, reserved there what, there, used, there used to be a mark on the ground previously, but it's, it's gone now. But it, It's actually I, where the toilet is now. So. I think... I'd say my what you might need. Then. Behind a pillar, and my mum was standing behind me, and my mum is significantly shorter than me. So, for the majority of the meeting, I was stood in a way because away fans have no. They do not understand the rules. They don't get it. They just don't get it. You know what? I t- and forgive, this is a bit of a dad joke. I'm not a dad, but f- this is a bit of a dad joke. You need, what you need then to mark your spot is a walk of stars like they got in Los Angeles. And it would work for you yeah. because it's Kingsland Stars. Oh, that's good. That Rob. Oh, you see, I, I think that was good. That's just that's just straight off the top of my head. This is what I bring to the show, boys. Light-hearted humour, light-hearted yeah, so banter. I mean, to be fair, there was a lot of Bellevue fans on the back straight as well. <laughs> which, like, as soon as Tom Brennan came out early on, I thought, oh, here we go. Hang on, I'm st- the words "lot of" and Bellevue fans don't normally go together. Well, there was a well, there was a smattering, shall we call them? What are we going with? A flock of Bellevue. Fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a there pack, was a, few, a, pack a pack of Bellevue cards, like a pack of ah. cards. Ah, oh, no. you, you are a dog because they're the aces. Oh, it's just rattling, rattling these off. Yeah, 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 dad. More, more than there was Wolverhampton fans, anyway. But they were probably scared of the floodlights. To be fair, so <laughs> they'd all gone blind. That's why. Oh. <laughs> They're so bright at Kingsland now, isn't it? Anyway, we move off topic. What have we got left? Must have about 10 minutes left, haven't we? This, these are the bits that have been on the agenda since like three weeks ago. These these we have been on it. We've got 10 minutes. Season. We finally got it. And and nobody and everyone now knows the answer to these and knows what's happening. But um, Birmingham, actually, there's an interesting story come out of Birmingham. So this fits in quite well. I don't know if you saw it today. The, oh, the planning commission. That's gone on at Birmingham. I, I think it pretty much means that only sport and recreation can take place on the ground that they have. So Speedway is fingers crossed, touch wood, almost secured at Perry Bar for the foreseeable. Yeah, for the foreseeable future, and it's it's great to see that they've been named as the host for the British Under Nineteen final as well. It takes place on June the twenty eighth. Um, obviously, we haven't got any lineups as of yet, but. Um, I don't even know who would be in it, to be honest. Apart from anyone who's under nineteen. Well, that's a good that is start, the first clue, isn't it? Yeah. That yeah. that would that is a good place to start. Out, not really. 
without going through the ages, I don't know who's applicable to um, this anymore. Yes, paper. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I could go yeah. that young, but I'm thinking more like uh, Leon Flint, reigning champion, is he not? Oh, um, I, so. I think he might be too old now, actually. I, 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 think feel, I, I don't know why, but I think the last one was the last one. But, um, so yeah, they, they've obviously, um, like, this is the, the first time they've held it since 2016 when uh, Max Clegg was crowned as the champion. So obviously they're desi- delighted uh, to be staging it again. And it's nice that a track like Birmingham, a very central track as well. So a lot of yes. fans you would expect uh, to be able to get there on a Wednesday night. So that'll be a, a good fixture to look forward to. And, and here's one for you, Kane. I know you're come excited. On. Let's, come on. We're not bothered <laughs> with it. No, I I just say just skip. Working to yeah, the stage and not the national. I said the Northern Junior League, the National Development League Rise Championship. I believe is what you were going to say. Um, yep, on Sunday the twenty fourth of September at two pm. That it'll be raining. It's up north, isn't it? Yeah. I'll still be asleep at two pm. <laughs> so uh, obviously Jordan Jenkins uh, is the current holder of the title. Uh, he'll be looking to retain his title again next year next year this year it just feels that long way um well just looking at the podium the two that were on the podium last year won't be able to be on the podium this year because they're not in the national development league but another another nice um addition to the circuit um i've seen pictures of the track coming up all over social media and oh, it just looks fantastic to me i i, I would definitely suggest any speedway fan come up to workington for a match as long as it doesn't rain you won't be disappointed I must. I, I. I must say. I really want to make a visit. I mean, a hotel up there must cost like twenty five p, doesn't it? Or something? Actually, um, it's it's a half penny. So, right. Oh, you're still you using are. them up there. Yeah, we are. We're really getting with the times. Honestly, we must be in about the the eighteen forties by now. <laughs> We're really kicking on. Oh, we we look forward to that. Uh, Towards the tail end of next season or this season, I keep saying next season. It's because you haven't been it to doesn't... England yet for a meeting. Well, yeah. Apart well, from apart from when you were, I was, there, I was there yesterday. Yeah, well, apart from that one, you haven't really been, have you? So... Oh, top quality knowledge again. <laughs> haven't been to Kingsland meeting yet. He was there yesterday. I saw him on the telly. Oh, fingers crossed, I'll be there around Thursday as well. Yeah, well, that's that's when we get to next season. KK will be there. I might, I might make Will a banner it? for him. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, sure. Uh, he should, he should be there. Put it that he way. Be there. Um, and then we've got the women's championship, which is being lost. Obviously, we had the um, the competition that was held on the Isle of Wight last year, and the um, no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to say it. The BSPL have nicked the idea, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And come up with their own uh, free round championship this year. Uh, three rounds which will be taking place at Edinburgh on June the 3rd another one at Workington June the 4th and Redcar on June the 17th Um, they've got some confirmed competitors so far which is uh, Katie Gordon along with Lucy Brooke and Wendy McCallan Um, and there'll also be SGP2 2022 finalist Selena Liebman will be there as well so a good looking lineup already Absolutely, and it's it's just good to see them getting more publicity as well. So I will be making the trip probably, unless I'm not, but I will be. So it's fine. What, what all well, three you, or no? All oh three? God, no. Well, maybe no, no, no. Edinburgh, no. Um, you could do Edinburgh Red on Car, the Friday. Maybe. It's a Friday. 
I'll usually work Friday. I don't think I can get to Edinburgh and then get back home for 10 at night to go to work. That's yeah, the issue there. Unless, unless I just, you know, they, they move it. Or start at 9 in the morning. You know, I could maybe do then. Oh, I doubt they'll do that. Moving the date just for me. Me. Thanks, guys. And then... Don't. Just oh, I've got another one. I've got another one. If Go you're on. flying like a comet back oh. to Workington, you should oh. make it in time. That's oh, that's... Oh. Sorry, carry on. Absolutely flying tonight, Rob. I just, I just, that's what I'm here for. I'm here, I'm here for the comedy effect. Is your dad in the background giving you all these? Or no, no, I, I don't know what he's doing now. I, I assume pub. he probably has now gone to the pub. Yeah. He's drowning his sorrows after losing the quiz. He's gone to the look pub. what you've done. And then the last point on the agenda is the uh, the lineups been revealed for the Danish Speedway GP qualifier at Voyens. I'm a little bit confused by all this, to be honest. But um, it's in Denmark. Well, no, I just like. I'm just generally confused about what's going on. So that's, that's in life. Yeah, really, I was going to but... say, you've got to that age, haven't you? So Everson, Kilderman, and Michael Jepsen Jemsen are joining the SGP qualification rounds at Voyance. Now, is this just the Danish rounds that we're talking about? Yeah. So yes. I, from they've got a national, they have their own national qualifier. I see it now. Whereas yeah. we don't, we just put forward riders for it. Oh, I think we do, yeah. Based yeah, on yeah. what, yeah, I, I think it's based on previous season, isn't it? Yeah, where is the British final? But that's Cardiff, so maybe I'm yeah. at that age as well. So actually, this is happening in the next couple of weeks. Um, so there's four places in the uh, qualifying rounds will be up for grabs. Um, with um, Nicky Pedersen, who's obviously the new national coach, set to offer one additional wildcard place. Um, obviously, with Madsen, Mickelson, and Thompson, they're not taking part. Um, and they must therefore secure a top six place this year to secure their place, unless they obviously get a pick ready. But um, there's some handy-looking uh, Danish riders knocking about at the moment. Yeah, I think they'll show you now that I really fancy to do well. Yes. Half-friend of the show, Nikolai Klimt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin Basso will be in it as well. Mads Hansen, Jonas Jeppesen. Klaus Renny back. Friend of well, no, he's not really easy. No, Klaus Vissin's uh, reserve. Oh, he's there. No, is it? Yes, Vissin. along with Patrick Hansen. Ronnie back. That That's it. Be. Good old Ronald. Ronnie back. Andreas uh, Andreas Liego. I literally seen him once. I thought he was really good the one time I saw him, but that was four years ago. Scunthorpe legend Andreas Liego. The, uh, the absolute <laughs> favourite is Kings Lynn legend Frederick Jacobson. Interesting to see that he's, uh, he's one of the favourites. To be is done. he the outright favourite? Is he? I, I didn't realise. Oh, oh okay, of... he's among the favourite. Okay, whereas you've gone for outright favourite. That's bold. He's he's going to win it, obviously. Yepsen Jensen killed. Uh, my, to be fair, you read Everson killed him in and Yepsen Jensen, you think all, but then you realise it's not twenty fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it makes me laugh that Everson, like, what is he? He must be forty you now. He more or less. Go on, actually, like, I'll check. I think he... It'll push 39, but... I'm going to go for 38, meet you in the middle. To qualify for the... I mean, but if Yanis Kolodze... He's, he's still 40. Alive, Bang on 40. And Yanis Kolodze is 57, so... <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Actually, this is another thing. I was watching the BSN. No, no, I wasn't. Well, I was, but it wasn't that. It was the um, Red Car versus Newcastle meeting. 
And obviously when those trackways they put highlights on, don't they? One of them was the ice speedway from I assume last year, could be this year. I mean ice winter, you know. Um I can't remember his name, but he was seventy years old and he won a race and I'm I'm a big fan of him now. I'm so such a big fan I've actually forgotten his name. But seventy years old. That's fair play that to be right. I'll be happy if I'm still walking at 70. <laughs> we'll get you an ice speed rack just in case. But um, I, I think that just about wraps up everything we've got on the show tonight. Um, next week, um, we'll obviously be looking ahead to, to the fixtures as they'll be coming thick and fast now as the season starts to take shape. Hopefully the rain stays away from everybody um, and we get to get some more speedway on this year. Um, um, I know I've got a meeting or two lined up this week. I think it's just one actually. Um, I am adding up the Peter Craven again, but we'll see. Well, so you've got I, Peter Craven, Rob, you'll be at Oxford on Wednesday evening. I'll that think, That is the plan, as long as it doesn't get rained off. Which Yeah, you know, I'll be at Kingsland Thursday, barring the weather. Kane, hopefully you'll be at Peter Craven next Monday. So if you see us, come and buy us a beer. Please. Yeah, even, even you Oxford fans, you're more than welcome to buy me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> But or you can you... fill, or you can fill a pint glass with your tears when your team gets beat by thirty points. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but enjoy um... your speedway wherever you might be going over the course of the next week. Um, stay in touch with our social pages. I'm sure we'll have plenty on offer this week. But um, for now, thank you to you two. Thank, More thank you this week, but and we'll uh, join you again next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.